Welcome back to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM live from Radio Row here in Charlotte, North Carolina for the 2023 ACC tip-off. And joining me right now is the head coach for Miami, Coach Jim Laranega. What's going on, Coach? Well, ACC Media Day. It's a great afternoon to talk hoops. Absolutely. Every time I have you on the show, I have to remind you, I went to your camp at George Mason year after year. <laughs> I went to the father-son camp, and I was you talking did. to my dad last night. He says you have to co- tell Coach L he still thinks about the speech that you gave to all the dads about raising your kid uh, playing sports. Well, I'm glad you remember it because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but my two sons, I do remember raising them and, and the uh, values that we try to teach them, my wife and I, and they're great adults now with their own families and own children to deal with. That's so great. And while we're mentioning George Mason, i got to ask you, how happy are you for Tony Skin being named uh, head coach? Very, very exciting. You know, uh, Tony made one of the most difficult decisions and uh, I, I've ever asked, I didn't ask, that, that he decided to make. He was in junior college his sophomore year. And when we recruited him and offered him a scholarship, he said, I, I, I want to ask you a question. Would it be all right if I don't play my sophomore year in junior college? Mm. And I was like, why are you saying that? He said, because I need three years of Division One basketball and three years of, of academics to earn a degree. So he didn't play his sophomore year, transferred then from junior college to, Miami, uh, to George Mason, and stayed with us for three years, and I'm glad he did. Yeah. Because in his senior year, he led us to the Final Four. I'm so glad he did, and too. And now he's back <laughs> at his alma mater and enjoying it, and, uh, uh, you know, I'm cheering for him. So let's go back to last year for you. We talked at Media Day, and you said you had an exciting squad and had a ton of success. How great was that Final Four run for you? You know, what's so great is we had such good guys, and you just like being around them. Isaiah Wong and Jordan Miller, two seniors that are now gone and both in the NBA, they they were fun to coach. Jordan Miller was probably the most underrated player in the country. And Isaiah Wong, ACC Player of the Year, he just got better and better as a freshman to sophomore year, sophomore year to junior year, junior year to senior year. They'll become the ACC player and an All-American. Tell me a little bit about the newcomers you got on the squad this season. Well, let's start with a transfer. Uh, Matthew Cleveland transferred from Florida State to Miami, 6'7". Uh, you know, he's being expected by the media just to fill in for Jordan Miller, but they're very, very different players. Matt's a terrific young man, uh, outstanding athlete. Now we've got some young kids, uh, three freshmen, Keyshawn George, who when we signed him a year ago, he was 6'5", he's now 6'8", can play every position. Um Michael Nwako, who's 6'10", 240 pounds, played a prolific prep, uh, very athletic big man. And then Paul Jobet, who uh, comes from France and uh, is about 6'6", and very athletic. So we feel like we've got uh, three very solid freshmen to go along with our uh, seven returning players. What did you emphasize Nigel Pack to work on this offseason? You know what I told Nigel Pack? It's the same thing I tell him every day. Just be yourself. You're so darn good. Just keep working on stuff you want to get better at. His ball handling, his passing, his decision-making is in practice. He's got a 4-to-1 assist-to-turnover ratio. He's shooting lights out. 
Uh, the other day he hit 27 points on, I think it was 13 shots. And when you're that efficient, you make every free throw, you make all your threes. He's just a terrific player. What are your expectations for this conference as a whole? I mean, I, I love to say I think the ACC can be the best conference, basketball conference in America. No, I think traditionally the ACC has been the best basketball conference since I was a child. I followed the ACC. I watched uh, Dean Smith, Frank McGuire, who, when South Carolina was in the ACC, and uh, I coached at, at Virginia. Oh, I'm really familiar with the history of the league. And I've always felt like we were, we were the best. It seems like the, the way conferences are structured now, we've grown. We, we went from an 18 league to a 19 league to a 12 team league to now 15 teams and next year 18 teams. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's been a um, consensus of opinion outside of me and the coaches in our league that the ACC is not as good as it once was. It's watered down. Well, when you have 18 teams in your league, someone's going to finish 18th. Oh, because that, that team's not likely to make the NCAA tournament. So what we have to do as a basketball program and what we have to do as a league, we, we've got to schedule in the non-conference the best teams to prove that we are capable of beating anybody. Yeah. Uh, last year, one of the best teams in the Big East is our my alma mater, Providence. We played in a tournament, and we beat them. So uh, I'm very happy with where we are, but we're going to have a lot of work to do as a conference to get multiple teams to the, the NCAA tournament. Yeah, it does seem like, you know, out-of-conference <laughs> games are so important now, uh, the way you're looked at around the country. Le let me read off a couple of accomplishments for you here. I'm joined by head coach Jim Laranega in 12 seasons at Miami. He's led the U to six NCAA tournament appearances, four trips to the Sweet 16, uh, two Elite Eights, Final Four, and an ACC title in 2013 and 2023. So i got to ask you, what motivates you to keep coaching? I love it. Yeah. You know, my, my coaches kid me all the time. They said, Coach, don't you have any, like, hobbies? <laughs> and I said, like, no, I don't play golf. I don't play tennis anymore. Uh, I'm not a fisherman or a hunter. You or, haven't tried pickleball? No, I've never tried pickleball. <laughs> but – I love basketball. I love watching basketball. I love the ACC, so I follow all the teams in our league. Uh, and I love being in the gym. My favorite time of the day is practice. And so um, what else am I going to do? <laughs> I, I'm not going to just go home and, and uh, 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 be a, a, a couch potato. Uh, I, I don't want it to be Groundhog Day. I got nothing to do all day long, and I certainly don't want to travel. I've traveled so much in my lifetime. The last thing I want to do is get on a commercial flight and fly to Europe or something. <laughs> so you're very happy at Miami. Uh, I love a story that you've told when you were at Mason. You went to the Final Four that to get the guys, uh, you know, not feel nervous, you had them play baseball. Yes. Did you do anything like that with Miami last year on their run? Uh, no, not baseball, but we have done that over the years. But um, each team is different. The personalities are different. Uh, we did play baseball, uh, not leading up to the NCAA tournament, but we've, we have played it in the past. And, uh, you know, one of the things I like to do now is take the teams out to dinner mm. and have them talk about their lives, about their experiences, maybe from their high school days. 
when, when recently when Wooga Poplar was a freshman in the first team dinner we did, I asked Wooga to you know tell the guys about his high school career uh, because his jersey is retired at his high school. And I said to him, were you a three-point shooter? And he said, yeah. I said, how many threes did you take each game? He said, oh, about 30. <laughs> I, said, I said, okay, how many did you make? He said, I don't know, about half, 15. <laughs> I said, so you, you scored 45 points? He said, oh, no. So <laughs> what, what's interesting, one, one of the conversations we had, I, I had the players say where they came from. So uh, when it got to North Shadow Mere, I said, okay, you know, where'd you come from and how'd you get here? He said, well, I'm from Nicaragua, and I made, I made my way through Central America into Mexico. Then I crossed over the river, <laughs> and, and walked across the river to get to the United States, and then I made my way to Miami. And every player's eyes bugged out of their head. And then he started laughing and said, no, I flew. <laughs> I flew to Miami. Oh. I didn't do any of that. <laughs> but what What's so important is then you see the personalities come out and the guys get to know each other and enjoy each other's company. And that chemistry, it occurs not only on the court but off the court. And we've had great chemistry. North Shadow Mir, I'm going to speak with him in a little bit, but I love the way he hustles. Like when I watch him, it seems like he does things on the court you just can't teach. He just gives some extra effort. Well, he's a relentless rebounder. If that somebody shoots it on uh, whether it's us or the opponent, he's going after that rebound. Mm-hmm. That is a mindset, and that has led to him being the leading rebounder in the NCAA tournament last year. And uh, he may be the best rebounder in the country. Coach, I was reading an article about uh, your season, and it said that there's been a huge uptick in season ticket sales. Miami's usually a football school, but how great does that make you feel with last season's success and now everyone wants to watch the men and the women? Exactly. And when I first took the job at Miami, uh, my friend said, well, there's three things you'll never be able to do. Number one, you'll never be able to beat Duke or Carolina. Number two, you'll never win the ACC regular season or tournament. And number three, you'll never have great crowds at your home games because Miami is not a basketball area so now we have like almost 4,000 season tickets that's half our arena we have tremendous student support that'll be another 1,500 to 2,000 so just uh, when when our opponent shows up and they bring some fans our 8,000 seat arena it's going to be packed and rocking especially we got one of the best pep bands uh, and and cheerleading groups called category five you know what category five no. is it's a hurricane. <laughs> category 5 is a hurricane. The, the biggest hurricane is Category 5. So that's our spirit group. And so they get those students out there, and they create a great atmosphere for our home games. Coach, love talking to you. Thanks so much. My pleasure. You're listening to AWOD Radio on The Fan. Welcome back to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM, live from Radio Row here for the 2023 ACC tip-off. It is media day, and joining me right now, junior from Miami, Norchad O'Meara. What's going on? Everything is good. Everything is good. I'm excited. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So I I was just talking to Coach L, and he was telling me a story about how you told everyone how you got to Miami. And and so it, it brought me to this question, right? Do you have any good stories from when Coach Laranega was trying to recruit you? 
Oh, it's just, it was just something like because I have one. I don't know if it's gonna be good to you, but yeah. I'm gonna just say. It. So I didn't go through a regular recruiting process coming out of high school. COVID happened. I had a couple offers. Everybody take them back. I I didn't went on no visits. That's I just went to Arkansas State because my coach knew the coach there. And he trusts him. So like it was a totally new experience for me recruiting. Mm -hmm. Like as soon as I put my name in the transfer portal, I got a call from Coach Hill and he was like, "Um, when you gonna come to Miami? Do I go up to Arkansas? Do I need to go talk to you there?" So I was like, I was like panicking, like, "What's happening? Why he wanna come here? Like, <laughs> I, I'm not used to this." So that that was something kind of crazy to me that he was gonna fly all the way to Arkansas to come recruit me. So yeah, that that probably was the only thing like that surprised me that when he wants something, he's gonna do whatever to get it. Yeah, he put on the full court press to bring you to Miami. He did, and I'm glad he did. You had a ton of success last season. How do you build off of going to the Final Four? I mean, you know, we happy about that and everything, but I think after going that, we we have a target on our back. So that's something that we gotta be aware of. But also, we gotta put that aside. You know, the new guys. You know, they're excited for the season. We just, you know, want to go out, you know, accomplish what we did last year and more. So, like, we just excited for the season. Nor Chad O'Meara sitting with me here on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hot Seat live from Radio Row. So, it's no secret you're one of the best rebounders in the country. I love watching you rebound because you hustle. I'm wondering, like, at what age did you realize, hey, that's something I'm really good at? I don't know. I, I started playing basketball pretty late. I started playing when I was 13, 14 years old. So I not even know rebounding were something. In my country, nobody, like, takes stats for rebounding. It's probably the only stats they're taking is making points, making free throws, threes, and I don't know, even blacks, but never rebounding. So I, don't, I didn't know that was something important until I came to the U.S. When I came out here, I had 20, 20 rebound game, 26 rebound game, and everybody was like, oh, that's so amazing. So I think when I came to the U.S., my senior year of high school, that's when I realized. Hey, you can dominate. <laughs> Appreciate it. So the Miami basketball program has really risen over the last few years. You know, everyone always says it's a football school, but Coach Larinaga has changed the energy. Have you seen in the fan base that it's grown since you got to the school? Yeah, definitely. And you can notice it on campus when you go to classes, when you walk in, when you go get lunch. People just, you know, notice you. Oh, you are a nerd, Chad. Even when I'm walking with my teammates, they're like, oh, Nigel. You know, Bensley, like, people notice us, and, you know, they're excited for a basketball season. Which of the new guys do you think is going to make an immediate impact on the roster? Yeah, Matthew Cleveland definitely is yeah. one of them. You know, our freshman, Keyshawn George from Switzerland, I think he's going to make a great impact, too. Like, I'm just excited. Mike Milwaukee, I mean, I can go on and go on, but I'm excited for those guys. And the ACC seems to get stronger every single year. What are your expectations for the conference as a whole? Yeah, I think we are the you know best conference in the USA, and you know you gotta just like how you say it get it get harder every year. I think new players transferring in, you know people transferring from one school to the other. So it's just. It's just I think it's going to be great this year. I'm just encourage people to watch any ACC game. That is, is gonna, they're not going to miss out on anything. When you're not playing basketball, what do you like to do? When I'm not playing basketball, I, I like swimming a lot. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, probably sleeping, <laughs> get a good nap in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So I'm trying to do this day in the life video today. All right. So that's why when I've been doing my interviews, I've been taking out my phone and doing just a little behind the scenes content with the guys here. I'm wondering how much time do you spend on social media? Uh, during the day, like probably adding up probably like an hour or two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like if I take if I take my screen time I probably have a, an hour or two in screen time because TikTok TikTok like take up a lot of time. Yeah, so like what's the popular bit on TikTok right now? Like if this was a TikTok, what would you do? <laughs> I don't I don't dance or do anything. <laughs> yeah, I just I, I just like funny TikToks, man. Like <laughs> like, like what is one that in particular comes to mind? Like what kind of funny stories? Like you're not into cat videos or anything yeah. like that. What what do you like? Drewski, Drewski. Drewski. Yeah. <laughs> Drewski's the best. Man. He just be cracking me up. This stuff he be doing, man. He's just funny. He's just funny. He never misses. He never I mean, do. He never do. He's 100. percent Yeah, he know what he's doing. Yeah, man. Well, I love talking to you, man. Uh, good luck this season. What kind of aspects do you, from your game did you want to improve on from last year? Obviously, talented rebounder. What else did you want to add? You know, just be a great leader. You know. Spread the floor, put the ball on the ground a little bit more, push the ball up the court. Those are a few things I've been working on. So, yeah, those aspects. Well, good luck this season, man. I appreciate you you taking the time. That's Norchad Omir. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio on The Fan. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. We'll be right back live from ACC Media Day in Charlotte, North Carolina. Thanks to Cowan Gates, the presenting sponsors of this trip. You can get in touch with that law firm today online. CowanGates.com. Huge supporters of the Virginia Tech Hokies. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. I'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM, live and local in Richmond, Virginia, Monday through Friday. But today we're here in Charlotte, North Carolina for the 2023 ACC tip-off. And joining me right now... From Duke is senior guard Jeremy Roach. What's going on, bud? How you doing? How you doing? I'm good. I- I'm doing great. You were voted team captain once again. You did that last year. What does that make you feel like, man? Uh, it's an honor um, to, to be team captain two years in a row, obviously. Uh, it kind of wasn't that big a surprise, but, I mean, it's always an honor to be captain, always an honor to for your teammates to respect you in a, in a way that they want you to, to be that leader, be that, that vocal leader, be that example that you have to set every day. So, um it's an honor, but it comes with a lot of responsibilities, too. Um, you got to make sure you're being consistent every day. You got to do the little things, because if you don't do the little things, why would why should the freshmen do the little things? You got to make sure you're talking. You got to make sure you're on time to this. You got to make sure everybody's on time. Make sure everybody's gathered around. Make sure the group is, I don't know, bonding the way that they should be. So uh, it comes with a lot of responsibilities, but I'm already here for it. Yeah, sounds like you're prepared for it. 13.6 points per game last year. What parts of your game did you want to improve on this season? Um, just being more consistent. I mean, I feel like I had a good season last year. I was battling through injury, but I feel like I played pretty good throughout throughout the season. Um, but just kind of wanted to be healthy uh, this season, very way more consistent than I was last season. Working on three point shot, um, working on playmaking, and just making others better. Jeremy Roach with us here live from Radio Row in Charlotte, North Carolina. So we're talking, I'm from Northern Virginia, Fairfax Station. You're from Leesburg. Then you play at PVI. So what was what was it like growing up in Virginia, man? I was good. I mean. It's... Were you a D.C. sports fan? No, nah, I'm not a D.C. sports fan. Oh, I'm come a, on. <laughs> I'm a I'm a Phillies fan. I'm, I like the Philadelphia Eagles and then basketball team. Well, growing up, uh, let me backtrack. Let me backtrack. Let me backtrack. Like. 
early when I first started like falling in love with the game of basketball. I loved it. I loved the Wizards. I did like the Wizards. Like, was, was it Gilbert? Gilbert, Gilbert yeah. Arenas, Karan Butler. Uh, Anton Jameson. Antoine Jameson. You had uh, Deshaun Stevenson. Yeah. You yeah. had uh, – who, who else they had? Man, we had – who was the big white dude we had down low? Oh, my gosh. Not, it was before Gortat. Yeah, it was before Gortat. Yeah. They had um, – they had, we had Eton they, Thomas, Brendan Haywood. Brendan, that's who. Brendan Haywood. <laughs> it had. Did they have Andre Blatch? Or yeah, Blatch? Yeah, 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 yeah. Andre Blatch. Yeah. So guys, I like, heard some wild stories yeah. about Andre Blatch, man. <laughs> yeah. So I was a big fan of that, and then I saw LeBron play, and then kind of just fell in love with him, and mm. fell in love with the Cavs, and then he went to the Miami Heat, and kind of started following LeBron wherever he went. Kind of that was that was my team, but um, growing up in Leesburg, I mean, it was. I mean, it was cool. Not not too much going on. Beautiful, beautiful town. Uh, you go to D.C., go to Fairfax, obviously where, where I went to high school. So, it was, I mean, it's a lot of stuff to do out there for, for sure. So we can agree to disagree on LeBron. Like you're saying, <laughs> with Gilbert, he broke my heart. You know, I think he traveled on the baseline. I, I think he shouldn't have been talking to Gilbert at the free throw line. Yeah. So because of that, I've been a LeBron hater for a long time. But I'll tell you this. I've been in a sports documentary phase. Mm-hmm. I saw his movie. I think it's called <laughs> Shooting Stars. You talking Bro, about uh, LeBron James? Yeah, it is so inspirational about how he played with. And one of the kids from Stranger Things is in the movie. Okay, and it's the it's the core four, right? The, they were the Fab Four, or whatever, mm. and they went throughout. They transferred high schools and then started as freshmen. And of course, you talking about more than a game? It was it more than a game, or I think it was called Rising Stars because okay. it's the new one that's. Oh, um, it's a new one. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right. I think it was HBO Max or Disney okay. Plus. They nah, put I haven't together. seen that one. I haven't seen yeah, that yeah. One. And Giannis has a good documentary too, man. I heard it about. I heard about his documentary. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So do you watch any sports docs? You do thirty for Thursday and anything like that? Obviously, I watched the Last Dance. That was that was that was a good. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Ah, uh, I, I can't even think of any of the top of my head that I, I like. I'm not even a, like a big TV watcher. I don't mm-hmm. know. I just watch. I I watch a lot of basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, watch a lot of YouTube too. A lot of podcasts too. A lot of podcast stuff. I love that. So playing for Duke, you know, a lot of kids grew up, and, and that was just a dream, right? That, you know, they wanted to play for Duke because of the iconic uh, program. How much of that was a dream for you growing up? Uh, it was always a dream. I mean, just seeing them always in the spotlight, that's something that you want to be a part of. Uh, but Coach K, obviously, the GOAT, you want to be a part of that. They're on TV every night. Mm-hmm. Um, you either love Duke or you hate Duke. And I was one of those dudes that, that loved Duke. And just when I when I when I got a chance to to make that commitment, make that decision, I mean, it was no better decision than to make it basketball wise and academically. I mean, they're one of the top academic schools in the country, so uh, it's the best of both worlds. And Coach K cares about his his players and his coaches so much, and I mean, he takes them under his wing. That's why it's called the Brotherhood. So um, very excited. Barrett was very excited when I got in contact with them. It's just no better decision I've made in my life. Jeremy Roach with us here live from Radio Row, and you were named to the Jerry West Award watch list. When you hear something like that, is that more pressure for you, or is it, man, hey, that's a compliment, I'm going to go out and ball? What do yeah, you think? I mean, it's a compliment, but you don't really pay attention. I'm, at least me for me, I don't really pay attention to that. I'm not playing for accolades. I'm just playing for wins. Because uh, I know if I win, everything will take care of itself. All the accolades that you want, all the aspirations that, that everybody has, it will take care of itself. So uh, it's definitely an honor to be on the Jerry West uh, watch list, but at the end of the day, you still got to put in the work. You still got to play. You still got to come in every day because it's not just because you're on the watch that you're going to play good. And you still got to you still got to put in that work, put in that time, and uh, make sure the team's on the right track. 
And Jeremy, you told me you spend a lot of time on social media. So during my interviews, I've been pulling out my phone. I'm, I'm trying to do a day in the life video. All right, what is a, what it makes a good day in the life video? What makes a good day in the life? Just about any about me or anyone. Like if you've seen a good one, what would it look like? Uh, waking up in the morning. What he, what his morning routine is? Workouts in the morning if they work out. Going to class. Uh, really, the best day in life is those. Those core, those inner conversations that they have either in the locker room, whether sitting down at uh, after practice at dinner or whatever like that, or just, um, yeah, just that raw content, like yeah. not 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 some structured like scripted. Like you want the raw content, what people are actually saying, what people are actually joking about, what they're actually talking about. That's 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 the day in the life stuff. I love that. Lastly, here, give me a message to the Cameron Crazies. Shout out to the Cameron Crazies, y'all the best fans in the world. Keep supporting us uh, through the ups and downs. We'll have a lot of good this she- this season, but when we're down, keep supporting us. I know y'all will. Um, can't wait to get back in front of y'all for uh, my year four. Uh, be super excited, and it'll be a movie. That's Jeremy Roach. I'm Adam Epstein. Thanks so much, man. Thank you. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio, broadcasting live from Radio Row in Charlotte, North Carolina. And we've had a ton of great guests, and we've got another one right here. Junior guard for Georgia Tech, Miles Kelly. What's going on, man? What's good? How you doing? I'm doing great. So when you go around here media day and you're doing all these Radio Row interviews and stuff, do you feel like you're relaxed? Do you feel like, hey, man, I, I just want to play ball? <laughs> I mean, a little bit of both. I yeah. mean, I, I couldn't wait for the season to come. I mean, it's been a huge summer, a, a very long summer, but a great summer. So, But I just can't wait for the season to get started. What would you work on this summer? Uh, definitely my body. I mean, I was able to focus on my body and my eating habits and, and my diet. I, so I was able, with doing that, I was able to add 10 pounds onto to my weight. So that was that was really big for me and my game. I always love to ask college basketball players this, you know, 10 years ago, maybe even you know, 12, 14 years ago, when you were first getting into basketball, who were the few players that you looked up to most? The few players, like my, my all-time favorite player has been LeBron James, and my family is from Cleveland, Ohio, so it makes sense. So that's who I kind of grew up watching. Okay. I started off watching LeBron James, and, and, and it was really mainly just him, really, mm-hmm. just LeBron, really. So did you kind of like watch his film and be like, "Hey, I want to try to do that on my mini hoop and nah, all for sure. I used to all, all the dunks and all the all the all the shot making ability. I used to do that on mini hoop at home in my little four year. So I grew up doing that, watching YouTube highlights, watching his all all his highlights, game winners, all of that. When I watch college basketball, I feel like you can notice when a player gets the ball and they're uncomfortable, or they get the ball and they're in a comfortable position. Where on the court do you feel most comfortable with the ball? Uh, pretty much everywhere. I mean, I, I I think I'm a guy that that can make a lot of plays and make a lot of shots from pretty much anywhere. I mean, it's not not one place on the court where I feel most comfortable. I think I think just anywhere I catch the ball, I feel like I have a great opportunity to score the ball. How does this Georgia Tech offense fit the way you play? Uh, it fits the way I play a lot because it's, it's, it's fast-paced. It's a, it's, it's a tough-nosed offense, so we're going to get up and down and, and, and real exciting. So get a lot of stuff done in transition in the first couple seconds of the, of the shot clock. So and, and, and I guess I can shoot a little bit, so it, it caters to my game uh, a lot, actually. And then defensively, you know, I was talking yesterday with the women's coaches, and there's a big emphasis on, on the flop, right? And mm-hmm. I, I wonder, like, growing up for me, it was like we had to beg people to take charges, right? Because sure. you didn't want to get run over. But now it seems like everyone's taking charges to the point where they're calling flops. 
you know, where do you weigh in on that? Do you try to stay in front of your man? How often do you know, hey, this is a great opportunity just to fall over? For sure. I mean, it's definitely a time and a place for 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 the charge. I mean, it's some guys, some guys around college basketball who just just try to take a charge at every moment, mm-hmm. but that's when the, that's when the flopping comes into play. But I feel like it's a time and a place to take the charge. You just got to be there in the right moment. Joined by Miles Kelly here live from Radio Row, and we were talking about how you know we're in Richmond, Virginia, and you spent a little bit of time in Virginia. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I uh, I spent my last my senior year of high school at, at Hargrave Military Academy. How was that? Uh, it was definitely an interesting interesting experience. I mean, it was it was big time for me in terms of like all the discipline and all the getting ready for college and waking up early, making up your bed, learning how to fold your clothes, stuff mm. like that. So it was just big for the discipline and the and the mindset aspect of of basketball, not even just on the court, off the court things too. Did you have a military background at all? No, I actually didn't. Like none of my <laughs> parents have been in the military. Like I like my none of my family. So. Did that just, like, shock your world? Nah, for sure. It definitely did. It was definitely an interesting experience. Like, I never had anything to do with the military. So getting there and being able to, like, put on my uniform and see kind of what the military goes through, it was definitely eye-opening. And how did that help you to transition to Georgia Tech? It helped me a lot. I mean, like, I'm like a – I'm trying to become more of an early morning person. So at Hargrave, you got to get up at 6 a.m. So Mm. it was no no ifs, ands, or buts. You got to get up at 6 a.m., make your bed, fold your clothes. So it just helps you create a routine. So when I got to college, I already had my day planned out, my routine set up. I wake up, uh, make my bed, fold my clothes, stuff like that. So all of that translated to, to, to now. I know everybody that plays college basketball has aspirations of moving on to the NBA and, and playing pro ball. But what I find it so interesting now is, yeah, there's pro ball, but there's also NIL. And there's a chance for you to make money right now and, and not wait for, for that. Sure. And so how much do you think about, man, I, I should be doing this on social media or I should have this guy filming me in the gym or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's, it's a time in, in, in the space of basketball where, where social media and, and brand of likeness is, is – is really big but for me I mean it's not it's not been something I've been focusing on I've always been a person that focuses on the work I like to stay in the gym I mean all that stuff is going to come as long as you produce on the court so I'm not really worried about all the, the social media aspects of things and trying to post on Instagram and stuff like that I just stay with the work and, and produce on the court so I've been doing a, a social media bit on the show today anytime I get somebody on all right mm-hmm. I gotta ask you to do a, a crazy bit for me or something all okay. right let me see right now. Just visualize. You're at the free throw line. Mm-hmm. What does your free throw routine look like right now? Uh, you could talk it out too. So what I do, I just grab the ball. It's real short. It's real short. I just I yeah, get the ball. Yeah, motion it with your hands. Let me yeah. see. I get the ball. Hold on. I get the <laughs> ball. I take a deep breath. One dribble. No two dribbles. Just one dribble. One dribble. Eyes on the basket. And just follow through, and it's cash every time. <laughs> and do you have to hold your follow through until <laughs> it goes sure, through the always. net? always. You've got to hold your follow through until it goes through the net. So I'll be honest with you. I, I was always three dribbles to the right, one to the left. I don't know why it was my thing. How did you come up with just one dribble? No, nah, for sure. Whatever your routine is, is what yeah. you had to do. But for me, it was more of a thing like I don't want to spend too much time trying to think about the free throw, whether I'm going to miss or make it and stuff like that. And like I said, I'm a pretty good shooter, so I would like to just make sure I breathe, take my time, and then – just get right into my free throw. I don't need to do all the spinning the ball, one dribble to the right, two <laughs> dribble to the left. <laughs> That's too fancy. Yeah, for That's sure. Too fancy. Too, I'm a simple guy. I just need one dribble, and it's up at the basket. Miles Kelly, Jr. from uh, Georgia Tech, guard. Uh, so, you know what's so tough about free throws, though, is that at the beginning of the game, you got all the energy. How do you get yourself ready for fourth, you know, or second half, four minutes left in the game, 
you've been pressing, you're exhausted, you get fouled, you've got to knock these two, two down. Right. I think at that point it's a, it's a mentality. It's not has nothing to do with anything else but your mentality. I mean, you train for stuff like that in the summer as far as their conditioning and stuff like that. But in terms of mentality, you got to focus on that last free throw and, and focus on making the shot. Anything else does not matter at that point in the game. So it's, it's just your mentality and how, how you uh, approach the game. What kind of expectations do you have for Georgia Tech this year? Um, I have huge expectations. I mean, I think we, we're, we're going to be very special this year. We got a lot of new pieces, a lot of a lot of great guys coming back. So I think as long as we put it together and the things Coach Stoudemire has us doing is, is going to be work out really well. Well, I'm a fan of his, and I'm a fan of yours too now, man. For sure. I appreciate it. Yep. Good luck this season. Thanks so much for the time. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Yep. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM, live from Radio Row here in Charlotte, North Carolina. If you want to chime in, phone lines are open, 833-804-0910. That's 833-804-0910. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Fall. Sounds. Like. Got it. Touchdown. This. Have you ever heard of a double team, you dummy? Jack Dell dummy? AWOD Radio. We want a glimpse inside his mind. Welcome to the NFL, Ron Rivera. You got your ass whooped because you didn't have a game plan. Weekdays from noon to 3 on Sports Radio 910 The Fan and 105.1 FM. It's Halloween. <laughs> Welcome back to AWOD Radio here on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM, broadcasting live from Radio Row in Charlotte, North Carolina for 2023 ACC tip-off. It's media day. Blake Henson with us here right now, senior forward for Pitt. Your first media day. First one. Yeah. Congrats, man. Appreciate it. Did Coach pull you aside and say, hey, I want to take you to media day? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, He's just like, um, uh, he announced it one day in practice. It was like, Blake's coming with me. So that's how that went. Well, you were incredible last year, one of two players to average 15 and six rebounds, also make 95-3, second team all-conference. How do you build off of that? Oh, good question. And I think the best answer to that is just uh, win more games, win more games, and um, that's pretty much it. I mean, those stats are pretty good stats, and um, overcoming those stats is not really the goal. Um, just winning more games is what the goal is. What did you want to work on in the offseason here? Do you want to get your body into better shape for this season? Precisely. Do you want to work on the three-point shot? What were a few things? Precisely. Just get body in better shape. Just like I said, the offensive game is my offensive game. Um, it's not going to do It's not gonna do all, all too much changing. My job is still my job. My, my role doesn't really change too much. Um, just getting in better shape and being a better, uh, more of a force and more of a presence on defense. So how – do you enjoy kind of those extra hours in the gym to get your body in better shape? Oh, I've always I've, I've always enjoyed working. Um, okay. I think it's more of the off court things that um, get your body more in shape. Um, being like, more like attentive, yeah, 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 being more attentive to things like that. So, uh, what changes have you made? Uh, and during the summer, I mean, I made a lot of changes during the summer. I'm still more, more kind of progressing back into like just eating more normally. Um, when I consider normal, I mean like just everyday foods. Before the second day in the summer, I was just eating totally vegan, and I'm um, eating oh, wow. like, yeah, and like in a, in a time schedule. So Did that, that ever? Because I've heard you know I've heard great stories, but I've also heard if you don't have meat for a long time, it can kind of hurt your body a little bit. Or, yeah, or maybe I, your mental. I, I, yeah, I, it definitely will hurt your mental for like the first couple hours. <laughs> but it's just like it's only because 
you've been programmed to do it. You you probably couldn't remember a day where uh, animal protein was a part of your diet. Mm-hmm. So your body responds. It responds just like anything else in your life that happens on an everyday basis. It's not theirs, kind of like weirded out, but um, made me feel good. And I revisit that type of diet all the time. Mm. So it just being more educated with it. That's all. It doesn't really. It's not like an everyday thing for me, but um, I know I know the right things to do. So what is the best vegan meal? I would say rice crackers and guacamole is my favorite. <laughs> I still eat it to this day. That's that's the best one. Really? So I've been uh, on a broccolini binge. Okay. You know about broccolini? I know about broccolini. It's like bo- broccoli, but just filled with butter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so good, but you know I'm e- I'm eating sandwiches, burgers, pizza. I eat too much, but I am a big fan of your head coach Jeff Capel from his time in Richmond with VCU. What are your favorite things about playing for Coach Capel? Man, his temperament always is just focused on the goal. He keeps the main thing the main thing at all times. And I appreciate that, and I, and I try to get that mentality to rub off on myself. I love that. High expectations for Pitt to build off of last season. Do you like having high expectations? I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't I don't know the expectations to be totally honest with you. I mean I know our fans want us to be good and that's yep. all I really care about. And um their expectations are always high. It's a city that, that's used to winning, that only that only appreciates winning. So um that's the only thing I care about and that's the only thing I focus on. So I, I wanted to ask you about some of your other teammates. Who are some of the guys that really improved the most this off season? Uh I think I mean we had a lot of people improve, don't get me wrong. Um, Federico, the Twins. Yeah, and, but I, I think, was so impressed with the Twins last year. I mean, the Twins are very good at basketball, and that's just what it is. They're <laughs> just, they're, just more, they're born to play basketball, so that's just what it is. But um, William Jeffries, he was hurt last year, but um, his impact is good. you're going to feel his impact this year for sure. When you see yourself at Media Day, and you know you got coach hubert rock walking by right here and coach l and all these you know famous coaches and all these big time players and you've got all the broadcasters luke hancock that had all this success in the acc when you see these guys is it kind of like fuel you to go out and have a great season oh yeah for sure i've been feeling ever since i walked in here i just been ready to just get get my feet on the court and get get the first game under my belt i get i'm getting excited i'm yeah so it's definitely brought up my excitement level for sure so I'm, I'm one of the younger guys here in Radio Row, and I've been trying to do like a social media bit here during this. Have you ever seen a day-in-the-life video before? I uh, What do you think of those? I appreciate them. Now, they're not all the best, but <laughs> <laughs> some are good. Some are better than others. What do I need to do to make mine go viral? Get, get, I would really, 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 really dance on that two-personal line. That that TMI line, um, I would I would dance on it, you know what I mean. That's what I would do. I mean, it might go right, but it might I mean it might go wrong, but it also might go right. So, yeah, I would get as personal as possible with it. All right, I'm here with Blake Henson live from Radio Row. Give me a little too much information. Share something with me that maybe you shouldn't have shared. Uh, Corleone is my home screen. <laughs> Corleone is my home screen, so that might be too TMI, but yes, Corleone is my home screen. <laughs> Shout out to that man! I appreciate you taking the time to join the show. Good luck this season. All right, thank you. Yep, right. that's Blake Henson. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the New Sports Radio 910, the Fan, now at 105.
1FM. We're broadcasting live from Radio Row in Charlotte, North Carolina. Thanks to Cowan Gates, huge supporters of the Virginia Tech Athletics. You can get in touch with them today. CowanGates.com. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. I'll be right back.